Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Thursday Night Sungar Blake, North America, and to Actun Cthulhu. We were away last week, but we're back. We're back, baby. We're in Rome, and uh, we're going to go investigate a dig site, I think. Well, you guys don't have any other options, so you have to, because that's all that's been prepared. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get back into it. We'll do the roundtable. Everybody can introduce who they are playing. We'll do a brief recap. Uh, I was just trying to remember what happened last time, but not a lot because we were talking about a complication right before we went live, and then we'll get into it. So, Jeff, you are first. Please tell us about Pavel. Yes, yes, Pavel Voracek and Gregor. Pavel is uh, is nomadic druid who travels across Europe and other places. He has seen to the other side. He's not just traveled nomadically across Europe, but he's also traveled into the dream world. So it's the dreamlands, whatever you call it, he's uh, the spellcaster of some some renowned. That really likes winds, whirlwinds. Good, big fan. Very fun. <laughs> very fun. Very fun. Uh, <laughs> Megan, can you tell us about Ruby, please? I sure can. Um, um, uh, Lieutenant Ruby McKay is from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Um, where she worked at uh, Verbos Diner, and she was really happy in her mundane life. Um, and then walks in a quiet, tall gentleman, and it was love at first sight. Um, her and Roger were inseparable afterwards, um, with the rumblings of, uh, of uh, complications in Europe. Um, it was a no-brainer for Roger to head overseas, and wherever Roger went, Ruby was soon to follow. Um, however, Roger had passed, and um, when they got there and uh, she found herself um, in a hospital and um, trained as a nurse and decided to see what sort of things she could do. And what things she has done so far. She thinks she's pretty stealthy. But we... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I honestly think we should introduce it as a truth that you're just terrible at stealth. The game has kind of like dictated it. I'm just saying. I agree. I, if you give it to me as a free truth, Matt, I'll, I'll give it to you as a free truth. Where you get like a negative on all stealth tests. Sure, I, I, I'm all for that. <laughs> you've not just failed; you've critically failed. It's what three of the three past stealth tests? Is that right? Is it three yep. three? Yeah, Every yeah. session, I've critically failed one stealth test. I so. love it. I love it. Uh, all right, Aaron, tell us about Leopold. Duh. Leo Brun, he is, a, he is a psychic and a son of a family of psychics. On both his parents' side, of, they, are, they are psychics going very far back. He was raised in Munich in a school for special children, which fortunately to his mother's precognitive abilities, they fled in 1933 ahead of a great evil that she saw rising in Germany. Of course, the school ended up being a school for Black Sun operatives to be trained, so it was good that he left. He is using his psychic skills to fight against that evil that his mother has seen rising in his homeland. That's right. And last but not least, our proto-Captain America, Jonathan. I am Sergeant Jonathan Morris, career soldier, just you run-of-the-mill head knocker. Aside from the whole, like, I died once, they brought me back, experiment procedure, all of that. It's been a lot of fun, but not as fun as watching, like, whirlwinds, 
Or like Leo there, like squished the guy with his brain. <laughs> but my favorite Ru is Ruby. I just, I know we're supposed to be stealthy, but I kind of like that she causes so much trouble because then I get to do lots of violence and that's what I'm good at. So yeah, it's great. I love the team. I think you're all really good at violence at this point, especially those crazy spells. So speaking of crazy spells, so what happened last time? Last time we decided we were going to go check out that hospital. We had two sites that we were going to go check out. Two clues. There was a hospital and there was also a dig site. They're both located on the same island uh, within Rome. We did the hospital first. It was nighttime. We were scoping it out. It was pretty, pretty uneventful. Um, Gregor... <laughs> Went in there to do some reconnaissance. He scampered like up the side hero. of the building. A like a hero. Yes, like a hero. Yes. Um, in the meantime, a, a truck, a work truck, a covered truck, if you will, pulled up out back. And a number of black shirts and a German soldiers uh, filed out. And they started carrying in bodies. Bodies under sheets into the back of the hospital and some of these bodies had a strange protruding snoot or something on their face something was protruding on their face you couldn't see because it was under under a cloth but poor gregor you know they were doing a sweep of the um the floors there the germans and poor gregor was spotted and um a german was going to start uh, some some pest control some rodent control and that's when all hell broke loose i think uh, so what, how did it, where did it go first? You all teleported into the room, right? Yes, yes, of course. How did you dispatch the that German? How was the first one killed? Uh, I believe that was the German that I turned into a ball of blood and bone. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Compressed yes. into a ball of yes. hamburger meat. There's just this helmet was left. <laughs> that was it. That's yes, yes. And then, then we lured them into the the room with uh, mm -hmm. with subterfuge, you know, and uh, you know, one by one. Oh yeah, Hans, Hans, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's, that's he, right. He came looking for Hans, and then all hell broke loose in that hallway and the stairwell. Mm -hmm. So uh, Morris and Ruby did their super uh, superhero landings oh, as they jumped out the windows. Yeah, that's right. one of them out the window. <laughs> Leapt out the window. That's right. Um, and then uh, Pavel then summoned a cyclone or whirlwind or whatever you want to call it in the stairwell, which thrashed the remaining soldiers around and just kind of like beat them to a bloody pulp next to nothing was left of them. And uh, so then you all decided to descend down into the basement where these bodies were being uh, taken in and you found a morgue and there was, oh, I think there was like three human bodies and three of these other bodies and you pulled back the sheet and there was these serpent-like creatures, these humanoid serpent creatures. Uh, they all had like, they're bipedal, they had two legs. They all had one arm. Their right arm was all kind of like severed, like at about the, the elbow on all of them. So, um so that was something of note you found all sorts of samples and notes on these serpent people it seems like um there have been bodies of both workers and these serpent creatures coming from the dig site on a regular basis for the past like week or so uh you also have blood samples that you gathered uh on these things i think that was it was it not oh well, we, we like, stole the bodies and kidnapped a doctor and took the truck. <laughs> I forgot about that. Night. <laughs> I remember that you took the truck. I forgot you kidnapped a doctor. Mm -hmm. 
And then you fled in the night. Did you say we set the lab on fire? Yeah, we we did. We did. uh, We did burn the hospital. You set the lab on fire. Uh, with sirens blaring in the night, you drove off of Tiber Island and back to the mainland. And that's where we left off. That was last session. All due to a complication. It went to hell. But in a good way. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, Wow. Do I want to feel more popular? I sure do, Mandalev. I mean, it seems legit. <laughs> Who doesn't? Wow. So great to have you here. I mean, they put the promo code. Wow, it was really generous of you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. (laughs) There we go. So long, Mandelev. (laughs) It was nice knowing you. You've been booted. Uh, Okay, so you've driven away. We'll pick up where we left off. You've driven away into the night. There's sirens blaring. You know that there's going to be a hive of activity flooding onto the island. Where are we going? Where are we going with this truck? Where are we going with this... This doctor, where do you want to go? You're going to go lay low for the night. I mean, are we going to lay low or do we just go there right now? You could, well, there is quite a distraction that you've created. You could technically go there. Ride the momentum. I never thought of that, but you could go. You are on the island. You could head in that direction. There may be reinforcements coming from there. That, that maybe we are in front of their trucks. Perhaps they will not even pay attention to us as they drive, uh, as they approach the hospital. It may give us an opportunity. Of course, we will have to make sure that the doctor here keeps quiet as we are exploring this uh, situation. That is not to say, doctor, that we are going to kill you. That is, uh, no. He only speaks Italian. He doesn't know what you're saying. He's panicked. I'm assuming he's gagged. No, yeah, yeah. Pavel will be calming him down in Latin. He'll just be speaking to him in Latin the whole time. If you were a good Italian, you'd speak Latin. I am not Italian. I am from everywhere. I have many. No, no, that's what you're saying to him. Yes. You keep. Are you not learning? Come on, learn the Latin. Because that's been like your approach with every Italian. It's like, what do you mean they don't speak Latin? There's so many like Latin terms in medicine. Shouldn't you know some? What's wrong with you? You know, I met another guy who actually knew Latin, so he's he's clearly better. There you go. Sundance uh, Kid gave you all a reroll at some point. Whoever desperately needs it, so let's keep that keep that in mind. Thank you, Sundance. Thank you. We will need it. Duh. Well, with that kind of attitude. <laughs> How many bits to screw over the players? Hmm, mm-hmm. zero. No. <laughs> Uh, you can buy me threat if you want. You can buy you can buy threat because you can purchase what bits normally buy. Um, we could buy some momentum with uh, bits, but you could always buy more threat. I'm sitting on ten threat right now, but I could use that to possibly screw over the players. Uh, yeah. So do you want to head off the island? Do you want to head towards the dig site? There are a norm. This would normally be a very quiet island. Like I said, there are people who come and go here, like r- regular business. There is a l- rather large church, so people come here for worship throughout the day, and um, people work here on the island. But it has been sort of like cornered off and not as busy as usual because of the construction, because of this road that they are building um, towards the Vatican. There are a number of like uh, uh, boarded up buildings in the area and, and such. So. I mean, you could kind of stay here, but uh, you might stick out. You are in one, like you said, you are in one of their trucks. You never know what may happen. 
What do you think, Ruby, Sergeant Moritz Pavel? Shall we continue on? Uh, do you feel like you are capable of continuing our missions tonight? I mean, I'm looking for a reason not to, from my perspective. Absolutely. I, I think that, you know, we've we've been so successful this evening through, uh, through all the <laughs> adversity and so forth. I feel we should just continue going. My dear sister, she, Duska, she had a saying. She said, why put off to tomorrow that which you can do tonight? So let's do it. Let's go. Excellent. She's very wise. Your sister sounds great. Yes. So she smart. loves farm animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> true, true be told, I thought you were going to like try and set her up. Has she been kicked know. by the mule yet? Or is that yet to come? Because I'm going to say in the history, no, she hasn't yet. This is the prophetic <laughs> moment. <laughs> in the last game, for those who are new, his sister was kicked by a mule and she went cross-eyed after that. So. <laughs> then she married Harry. Oh, but Harry, Harry loved her. Yes. So. It's, it's a, they have a wonderful life together in the future. Much like Obi-Wan, Pavel has plot armor for this. Oh, it's going to be great. Can do anything, won't die. <laughs> I think I am breaking, Matt. Oh, Lord. All right, so we're going to carry on <coughs> to the next side. Yes, yes, I think that is planned. All right, so... Well, either Pavel or Leo will have to drive since we're the only ones who speak German. In case we get stopped. I'd be happy to drive. Yes, yes. So you head off. Come, Gregor. Come, Gregor. Sit on. There you go. Sit on lap so you can walk out dashboard. In the direction of this dig site. And you're driving through the streets. And it's really quiet right now. Like I said, a lot of the buildings are boarded up here. They haven't been demolished. Um, which is odd. Because they are building this road right through. Uh, but instead, they've been boarded up. They haven't been torn down. They're kind of building the road around these buildings that have been boarded up and people have been uh, driven out of. And um, as you're driving towards the site, it's quiet and you're going down this road. It's probably, oh, about 1 a.m. at this point, And you see a pair of headlights coming your way. And because it's so dark, you can't really see what it is it looks like another larger vehicle head in your direction but it is approaching you and as it starts to get closer it flashes its lights at you what do you want to do oh well this is uh i will That's flash it. them back i suppose uh-oh, was that the wrong answer <laughs> we're in trouble well, i was gonna say is there any chance that like maybe one of us who has tactics per se might be able to take a guess at what the appropriate response would be or something like that like some sort of skill check if only somebody here had urban skills urban skills what is it urban stealth covert urban operations yeah. covert threat operation. awareness you know if, if yeah. only we had a character with all of these specializations Henri, where are you oh. <laughs> one day we shall meet a baguette ninja in france and he will he will fill that hole in our hearts. No, France, remember France doesn't exist. It's just a, a myth. 
the, the French language. It's just like you're trying to hawk loogie. I don't <laughs> think it's real thing. Um, no, I mean, I'll, I'll, if, if you, you flash have a tactical idea there, but otherwise, no. Yeah. Let's just do it. You flash your brights back. You see this vehicle stop all of a sudden, and the door opens, and with your headlights shining, you see a, um, a German soldier step out and hold his hand up to your truck. Okay. He's got an MP40 oh. slung over his shoulder. It's not drawn, but he just holds up his hand for you to stop. Uh, so I will stop. I will sh I will get Gregor to... And I'll say, Guten Abend, mein Freund, whatever. And I'll just say, you know, I'll just do it. I'll just wait for him to respond after I stop and wait. Sure. So you stop and... Um... It's just him that has gotten on the truck. It's another large covered truck. You can see there is a driver behind the wheel. This is the passenger that has hopped out. Um, and he approaches the truck cautiously. He, like I said, he's got the MP40 slung over his shoulder, but it's not drawn. And he slowly walks up to your door. And he looks up and he kind of knocks on the, the window, motioning for you to roll it down. Roll it down. Built it up and... Boss is lost. Where are you coming from? Uh, well, crap. Well, <laughs> uh, we could just say that we're coming from the hospital, and uh, because it's on fire, we decided to turn around and bring the bodies back. Yes. Oh God, it is brilliant. Uh, <laughs> it is brilliant. I will say, um, I don't remember how to say we are coming via. I'm not my my college high school Germans rusty. Uh, they are coming from the hospital. Uh, there there was uh, an incident uh, at the hospital, and we thought it would be wise to bring cargo. Uh, yes, away. we are aware of the incident. Where are the soldiers that will accompany this truck? Uh, some have remained at the hospital to assist with uh, the goings on there. Uh, it, it was some sort of. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not sure I understand the this precise uh, details of the situation, but uh, security was, uh, uh, was alerted, and uh, our men had to assist. Something with the labs uh, within the hospital. Do you want <laughs> something with the labs in the hospital? Yes, Are... yes. Labs. I'm in the know. Do you want to make me a... A reason persuasion roll at a difficulty of two. The difficulty of two. Well. You have no momentum. I... Yes, but I can give you threat to have the effect of momentum. You so can give me threat. Because I want this to go well, I will give you two threat. Two. You said reason? Yeah. And it needs to be too, yeah, too difficulty. All right. Persuade. If you have, do you have any specialties in persuasion? Because like, uh, it wouldn't apply here. It's invocation. Okay. So, All right. It's a caster thing. Um. Okay. So. All right. There we go. Got three, three successes and cool. So I'll take one of those back. So when you you tell him this, he kind of looks back at the truck he came from. He looks back at you. He kind of, like, runs his hand over his MP40. It almost seems like he's going to go for it. He says, Okay, where are you headed? 
Ugh, we are uh, returning to dig sites. Uh, we don't... There's no loads of soil that need to be taken away or any more bodies. You do not need to return at this time. Uh, uh, Go back, park the truck at the yard, and we will uh, see you in the morning. Yeah, that is good. We, we, yes, us. And I, we will go park the truck, and I'll speak. You know, I'll, I'll speak somewhat loud so those in the back and here. I will go park the truck at the yard. This is that's a good idea. It was, da, very good, very good. And he hits the ding ding. You know, kind of taps the truck. Taps, yeah, yeah. He taps the truck twice with his hand to kind of like signal for you to keep moving, and he turns back so it's heading towards the truck he came from. Okay. I will slowly pull away. Okay. <laughs> Keep heading on. You drive past the truck that you that's pulled you over. You see there's a, dr another, a driver in the cab. That's it for the cab. There was him and the passenger. But as you drive by, you kind of turn and look your head around back, and you can see that there are more German soldiers in the back of this covered truck heading in the direction of the hospital. You can't tell how many, but there are definitely more in there. Okay. Once we are uh, a decent, you know, distance away, I will motion, you know, I'll, I'll speak back into the truck, not in German, uh, so that everyone understand. Fill them in and everything that just went down. And I'll also mention something about soil, like, because, like, that's what he said, like, there was soil that had to be, had to be hauled away, right? Yep. So there was something he said is peculiar. He did not mention bodies. He mentioned hauling away soil. I don't know. Also, he said to... Uh, Return to the yards and uh, what is what is our plan now? I still think we should return. I think we should go to the dig site under the circumstances and see if what we can find out there tonight. While they are distracted. Yes, there was a, a whole uh, truck filled with the the German soldiers. So perhaps the dig site has a uh, few lower security than normal. Maybe, like, your average soldier doesn't know about the weird, like, creepy monster people. Maybe they think they're just transporting soil from the site. This could be. If I did hear him correctly, he said, the soil or the bodies. So perhaps he is aware of both. Ah, uh, yeah. Do we have any samples, residue of the soil? Did uh, we collect anything from the lab? There were no soil samples from the lab. And there's no soil in the back of this truck. This truck was just uh, transporting bodies as far as you can tell, like checking the back of it. There's nothing else back there. Well, I suppose we need to go get some soil samples or something. I don't know. Do we, do we know where their camp is? You do know, you have an idea of where the camp is. Yeah, you know. Is it is it close, like, is it on this island? It's on this island. It's probably, like, a ten-minute drive away. Yeah, so, you, you know, we, we park the truck, and then we stealth in. Easy peasy. No issues. That's... We're very good at that. So good. <laughs> totally. Okay. And if there's going to be soil samples anywhere, I expect it will be at the dig site along with the bodies. It's a good assumption. It's a good assumption. All right. So you guys want to stash the truck somewhere and then 
make it on foot in the direction of this this dig site? Relatively close, though. In case we need to run, we don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're not running so, two miles back to the truck. So this is a rather large transport truck, like cover transport truck, like it carries troops and things like that. So it, it's not going to be easy to find somewhere to park it. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to find, you know, an alley just the right size because this is an ancient city, right? It wasn't built mm-hmm. with trucks in mind, giant transport trucks in mind. So it will take a little bit of driving around and kind of like finding somewhere good you know again if only we had somebody with tactics covert operations to find somewhere to to stash his truck uh we can do like a a reason i'll say tactics reason tactics to try and find somewhere to put this truck that would be in a place where you could get back to it and out of sight like because it sounds like you want to find somewhere to well (laughs) i didn't even give you a difficulty megan's already rolling all right, all right. Uh, sure, I'll give it to you with one success. You find a nice little little area. You, you you drive this thing between two large, old, ancient buildings. Park it in there. There's no like street lights or lamps or anything like that. So it's almost like under complete darkness. It is somewhat out in the open between these two buildings, but because there is nothing but the moonlight shining down, it is very hard to see unless you know what you're looking for. So because Sergeant Morris and the doctor and I are in the back, I'm going to whisper into Sergeant Morris's ear saying, uh, do we take the doctor or do we leave him here? It's a good question. I mean, he is bound and gagged. But on the other hand, shit happens. Maybe like we just like break his ankles uh, I, I, I don't know. I feel like a, a doctor that has broken ankles, ankles is still going to make a lot of noise. Um, and we don't necessarily want a lot of attention here. I say we bring him with us. Oh, man. I'm going to have to carry him on. I. It might come to that, yes. But I, I think he'll be reasonable. Okay, I'll do it if we agree if things go bad, I can swing him at somebody else. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Deal. Absolutely. All right. Sergeant Morris, what do you have over your shoulder? A doctor. <laughs> Why are you carrying the doctor? Because we're the covert mission. Uh, uh, she was worried if we left him here. Something might happen. Well, perhaps we stash him in one of the buildings, tied up, gagged, and unconscious. And then if he wakes up, at least he's nowhere near the truck. I like that. Absolutely. Because we need the body of of the snake man. Um, Duh. Absolutely. Okay. It's just really hard to say no to her. Like, she's got a weird way of thinking, but it's fun, you know? So, like, I'm, I'm trying to go with, like, a yes and sort of attitude here. I've, Sergeant Morris, if you wish to carry the Italian doctor with you, I will not say no, but I feel oh, hell that no. it's Let's put in a house. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to grab the folded up sheets that we brought with us from the hospital that were, um, there was a stack of um, clean sheets that were used to go over the bodies. I'm just going to take a couple with me. 
Okay. Very good. Okay, so we set off on foot here, correct? Yes. Ah. What I want to do is something that we did in the, the last adventure we did. And we're going to set like a group um, stealth number. Do you remember we did that like in the very first session mm -hmm. where we all did insight stealth tests? And it's a zero difficulty, but the number of successes you generate is going to be the target number anybody who's out mm. and about tonight will have to exceed um, mm. to find you. So if everybody wants to go ahead and make me an insight stealth check, zero difficulty, but your the number of successes you generate as a group is going to create the target number for me to find you all. That was stealth insight? Stealth ins. yes. Oh no. Oh okay. my god. I actually got two successes. <laughs> it's not a good skill for me. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Jeremy. Do you want to give me some threat? No, yes. let's see the complication. <laughs> Should we? He's got so much threat. He's sitting on like at least 12 right give now. Give me I got 17. Give me give me two more. I'll take two more threat. Okay. <laughs> so that's three successes so far. Uh, four successes. Four successes. Yep. That's everybody. Okay, so four is my number. Okay, perfect. Thank you. All right, so you ditch the truck and you start moving between buildings. You wait till, you know, the odd car drives by and you wait. And you slowly start making your way towards the dig site. You have a general idea of where it is. You And um, you keep moving from building to building. Like I said, they're all kind of abandoned and boarded up in this area. So you don't have the risk of, like, getting the notice of any, like, civilians or anything like that. Uh, it's more soldiers that you're worried about. You guys make your way towards where you have an idea of where it is. And you get up there and you eventually see the dig site itself. It's got uh, a perimeter fence that's been, been built around it with boards. There's barbed wire across the top and there appears to be a main gate on the east side of it. There are lights illuminating this dig site within the walls. And from where you're at, it appears to be there's four like structures or buildings in this dig site. Uh, if you wanted to get into one of the nearby boarded up buildings, you could get up in there and get a better vantage point and kind of like watch or take a look at the site, maybe study it. But from here, all you can really see are the walls and the lights flooding the area. There doesn't seem to be a lot of activity from where you're at. I'll say you're on the the southeast corner. Uh, sorry, southwest corner of the um, the dig site itself. And like I said, there's, there's high high walls. High walls. So it's hard to see anything in there. Let's go ahead and get up in one of the boarded up buildings and see if we can get a better vantage. I agree. Yeah. And tie up the doctor. He's in a different... We left him. You oh, left right. him behind. You left him to die. In a building. Or to Not sell you out. He's gagged, bound, unconscious, and only speaks Italian. We don't, we'll be fine. Part of me envisions like Gregor watching him with a gun trained on him, but that would be ridiculous. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. I mean, he can pick the that lock. Would be a, it, yes, he's very, he's very good at picking locks. We should give him a pistol. Oh, God. Or a thumb knife. Oh. If he can pick the lock, he can handle a thumb knife. That's oh. true. It's not hard. 
Okay. Let me roll there. So you guys find a, a house here on the south corner, and you're able to get in. It's a large house. It's really, really big. It's basically the whole span of the dig site itself, and it's a three-story building. And you're able to get in there with relative ease. You find some boards on some of the windows. You They're loose. You pry them open and pull them back, and you make a opening big enough for all of you to crawl in through uh, and into this building. And you get in here, it's like a thick layer of dust. It's like this building's been abandoned for much longer than what you would expect um, in correlation with the dig that's going on, this, this road construction that's going on. Um, there's remnants of furniture and things that are left behind by the people that once lived here. But um, you don't see or hear any sort of activity in here other than, you know, the this, this screech or the, the, of the odd rodent scurrying around. And it's not Gregor. Is there um, is there a basement? Uh, there is no basement to this building. Okay. We make our way up to the roof. Yeah. Or at least the top floor. Top mm -hmm. floor. Yeah, you can. There's stairs leading all the way up to the top, and you can start making your way up there. And will that give us enough height to see into the dig site? Yeah, down and into. The the, the the fence itself around the perimeter is probably about 10 feet high. So this will give you enough height to look down and in. Just looking for some music to play. There we go. Some sound effects. Creepy sound effects. Uh, yeah, so you get up above and you look down and so you can see the gate on the on the east side and you can see there are two guards currently posted and these are German guards, Nazi uniforms. Um, everybody go ahead and make me uh, insight observation test just to kind of get like a, a lay of the land, just kind of read everything you see and I'll reveal details based off of your roles. Okay, difficulty of one. <laughs> Woof. I, I'm too preoccupied with trying to not see uh, one of the uh, rodents that I hear. There you go. All right, so we got double success there for Leopold. Give, do you put the momentum in the pool? Excellent. So looking got down, it. you see that the two Germans have um, an armband on their uniform. You didn't see this necessarily on the ones that were the hospital. But you recognize this symbol. On the armband, you see a black shield with a silver paw print and a bright blue staring eye in the middle of that paw print. And you saw this on that note uh, that Gotthold Fuchs had um, back in uh, Austria. I think Noctowulf. you guys identified at that time. Yeah, Noctwolf. Yep. You identified the role. So these, are, these guys are wearing Noctwolf armbands, the two guards at the front. You survey this dig site, and there are four buildings here. Um, here, I'll share I'll share a map with you, and I'll describe it for everybody, but you guys can see exactly what you're looking in at. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There we go. So, like I said, you're on the south side, 
of this dig site looking down and in. You got the main gate. Off of the main gate to the north, there is a rather large tent or building. Um, and you can see the odd soldier coming and going from there. German soldier. And you assume it's some sort of barracks. To the south of that building, there's a smaller um, shack. You don't see any activity at this time of night, but there is there is a... Let's see from this angle. You see there's a... With your roll, your successes, you see there's a padlock on the door of this office. We'll say the door is on the east side. So looking down, you're able to see um, the door and the padlock on that building. That's the site office when you're looking on the map. Uh, that building is also up on spent blocks and it is not um, right up against the ground. So it is slightly lifted off the ground itself. And it's the only building from when you're looking up here down into the site that is like that. Next to that, you there's another larger barracks or makeshift tent that has been set up. Um, you can't really tell from here. There's no activity going on over there right now. So you don't know, really know what it's for, even though it's labeled on the map you're looking at. North of that, there is a building that has two more guards positioned outside of it on watch. They're not moving. There's nobody coming or going, but they are on high alert. It seems like they are really, really on guard outside of that building north of it. Um, and just off of that building north of the prisoner barracks is a giant heap of soil that has been brought or built up there from somewhere. Uh, where are the guards stationed that are uh, on, at this they're on building? The, they're on the east side. Okay. They're on, okay. The door to this, this shed is on the east side. So they're standing on either side of the door. You've got two guards also at the gate mm -hmm. slash guard post. Um, and you also see that there are some patrols um, lingering around the the perimeter of this um, of this camp. So there's two yep. patrols, and they go on routes. Um, the first one seems to come from the barracks, uh, across the site to the entrance to the fence opposite, then up to the edge of the site office. The other patrol uh, is from the outside edge of the prisoner's dormitory. I know you, you guys see it on the prisoner barracks. Um, up along the back fence, which juts out just a little bit into the crossroads when you're looking down and in. And down behind that shed, um, and then to this, the spoiled, the heap of, of, of soil, spoiled heap that's sitting there. With your double success, I will also give you um, the patrols, after watching them for a while, leave a dead spot between the site office and the barracks. Yes. Um, in their patrols, if you time it just right. And we're in this building to the south here? Exactly, yeah. The one okay. due south of the dig site, looking down and in. My friends, I do believe we have an opportunity here. From this building, if we time it correctly, we can breach the fence and drop ourselves between this larger building and this uh, office or this smaller building on blocks. What do you think? We could do that, yes, but I, I also could... We could avoid breaching the fence entirely and just arrive on the other side. That's right. I'm feeling great amount of vigor running through me after tonight that I think if I can be very precise with where it is you want uh, us to land as long as I can see it with my eyes. 
That would be that would be even better, Pavel, yes. Absolutely. Although I would enjoy a big jump. I we, we don't we don't have uh, we don't have Leo's special blessing this time, so Oh do, do not worry, Ruby. I was going to use my telekinesis to simply lift you up and propel you over the fence and drop you down. But Pavel's way is much more discreet. Oh, I don't know. That does sound pretty fun. Does sound uh, fun. Well, perhaps later. Sergeant Morris, I do believe at some point I will pick you up with my mind and throw you at someone. I mean, that we'll call great. it. We will, we will make up a catchphrase for it. <laughs> yeah, like a screwball or something. Ah, a screwball special. You, you Yankee specials, yes. Very, very creative. Screwball I'm sure, I'm sure no. I'm sure no Canadians would come up with such a thing. Is that not right, Ruby? <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Sergeant Morris is a treasure for sure. Oh, stop. No, don't stop. Keep going. <laughs> Shall we go, gentlemen? I, I don't want to be in this building anymore. That's fair. I would, I, I would say, where, what is our goal, though? Are we trying to get into this smaller building? Which we know is the side office. Or are we going to try to get into the guarded building that that is uh, has the two guards out front on the east side? What about uh, our our contact that we are supposed to have that we know was in the yes uh nico or nick yes nico nikki and there was a sabella sabella and nikki yes sabella though was not imprisoned it was nikki who i believe was part of the, the prison da, da, uh, the so perhaps he yes. is in the barracks the prisoner barracks here yeah. that we don't know as a prisoner barracks but perhaps he is in one of these buildings uh, we we do to need get... to find him, but we also need to yes. solve the mysteries. We could this split our forces, but that uh, is risky. It is possible if we find him, he could he could perhaps provide us information that would help us then solve the mystery. Plus, yeah. we need to get a, a a sample of this soil, whatever it is, to see what that does. If they are keeping if they are keeping prisoners in here, they'll be in one of the two buildings, either the one to the northeast or the one to the south central. They are the only two, one too big enough, I believe. However, the one that has guard on it could very well be a prison barracks. True. And what, what kind of roof does the like the buildings like are, are they? You can name them with what they're named on there. Um, okay, so so yeah, the, the prisoner prison. barracks is like it's a tent, it's a canvas okay. tent. The site office is constructed of wood, it's something more more permanent. But like I said, it's sitting up on like cement blocks. The barracks mm -hmm. is a tent, and that shed that is there is um, is made of wood. Uh, it's actually actually it's going to be like um, like tin or metal mm. that's constructed right. out of. Can I use like an be able to put us instinct? instinct uh role to try to figure out where we which one of those is most likely to observation instincts uh most likely to what sorry to be where the prisoners are held based on oh yeah, yeah uh sorry the other thing i forgot to mention about the side office is there's no windows on that one uh on that building there's actually no windows on the shed either to be honest uh but yeah insight 
Uh, reason, insight, one difficulty. Two successes. Beautiful. Nice. Give yourself the momentum. Yeah, it's that building next to um, the site office is where you figure the prisoners are being held. There's no guards outside the prisoner barracks, but like I said, there are guards all around um, this place. There are the there are the patrols. There's the two at the gate and the two at the the shed. I think we have an idea where the prisoners are being held. If we want to try to find this Nikki first, perhaps that is where we should go. Just point me to what location you want me to teleport to, and then someone would need to keep an eye out so that we have perfect timing on the rotation yes, of the uh, guards. Right between these two buildings, where there is the blind spot, the, the tent to the left, I believe, is where the prisoners are being held. Someone give me a countdown and uh, stay <laughs> close. All right, so that's okay, okay, five, four, no, wait, 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 wait. Are we going to go three, two, one, go? Or three, two, and then go on one? We need to get that figured out. Do would you? Are you a one guy? Or do you want to wait to the very end? Like, it's kind of up to you. I, I personally would wait to go on, like, after I say one. But, I mean, that's me. But that was the other way. I don't see the go. But no, it's, well, we'll do it the other way. No, oh, no, you? no, your way. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Ten, nine. Oh, we did five. Sorry, sorry. I've... Okay, okay, okay. Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. All right. I'm going to burn two momentum on this. Uh, I'm also going to tap into my, uh, what's it called? My weird, weird. Uh, talent. So, you know, just so I can get a little bit more and I can take everybody. So, here we go. So we're teleporting into the prisoner barracks. Can, is uh, there like uh, between? I think we're doing it. Between. Oh, between yeah, the two. Okay, because yeah, I was like, yeah. you're gonna end up in like a bunk, maybe. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll okay. go. We'll, yeah. That is also where uh, you saw the the break in the if time in the well in the patrol. Yeah. Yep, between the two. Oh, okay. critical <laughs> success and a complication. All right, so it's do you want to feed me two, a couple so more? I'm going to take one momentum back. Uh, I mean, I know you want to be stealthy here. I'll take the threat. Or do we just do it? Oh my god! I'm false. I'm to the fine. Wall. I'm fine other way. Like it, the 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 spell goes off just fine. So like, there's no issue. Yeah, with the it's spell. just like what it's just like what the. So if we do a complication, it's you know whatever you want it to be but like we're gonna we're teleporting to where to where mm -hmm. i want to go it's mm -hmm. just a question of like maybe we mistime the guards or someone comes out or whatever whatever matt wants do you want the complication or you just want to give it a threat you you tell me it's your choice uh i'm i am open to discussion amongst the other players as i'm rolling I mean, cost. we've already me mentioned like a few times like oh let's get the timing right that just feels like we're you know calling for it so we're getting the timing wrong or something. Is that what you're yeah. Saying? Or like yep. somebody stops for just a second, sneezes, or some nonsense. Let's get busy. So okay. we're, what are we doing? Com complication. Let's do it. Yes. All right. So. Okay. Also, uh, so I rolled two effects on my, so 
if, if you have if you don't if you can't block that with like courage and things like that like you could potentially suffer stress right now from seeing again remember when he casts he gets really strange looking as roots and paleness and his skin gets all gross and he leaps across so uh yeah so if you don't have courage you're probably taking one point of stress one or two points of stress My courage is 14. I do not think that I have to worry about it. I think you're good. Wow. I thought I was good at six. That's, wow. I also have six. Well, with, with my academics of five and my background in an occultism, and then my, what is that particular crazy Numb talent? to the horror. Numb to the horrors, yes. yes. They are additive. <laughs> Pavel is just courageous. That's what he took. I didn't. I didn't end up taking the same thing you two have. I'm like, ah, we don't want three people like numb and you know freaking people out all the time. I'm like, <laughs> I'll just be courageous. So that's what I want. Nice. Which also increases. Oh, wow, you guys. Uh <laughs> Let's do it. I I'm ready to cast whirlwind again. Let's go. I will break so, this whole island down. One minute you're standing on the third floor of this boarded up building. Next thing. <laughs> You're down on the ground between the prisoner barracks and the site office. And you're kind of like taking stock. You're like touching. Okay, everything's right. I got five fingers or ten fingers. I got all my toes, everything. My arms and my legs haven't swapped places. And you're kind of like sitting there and you look at one another. And all of a sudden you hear a scream. And it comes from the barracks next to you. And you see a man wearing a blue uniform like blue shirt blue slack or pants uh burst out of the barracks screaming in hysteria towards the gate as he does so the two german soldiers at the shed and the two at the gates turn around and they start screaming for him to stop in german and the man doesn't respond and they just gun him down in the middle of the camp but the confession but they see us. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, <laughs> with that, all of a sudden, the flap to the barracks opens and uh, four more knocked wolf pour out. Okay. Total of eight soldiers. You hear the okay. screaming, the shouting. Let me see here. Let me do a roll. I know we said a number previously. Let's see here. A complication going on. <laughs> I will spend some threat. Interesting. They don't seem to notice you for the time being. But this, all the lights, even more spotlights turn on in the area. And you're kind of like in a little pocket right now. And the the dig site is a hive activity. There are knocked wolf soldiers everywhere. And it's a matter of time before they locate you and find you here. What do you want to do? You got the site office next to you up on blocks. You've got the prisoner barracks, which is like a canvas tent. You've got seconds to make a decision before they're going to find you. And the uh, the door to the side office is on the north side of that building. It's right? on the east side. On I said it was on the east side? side so you could see it when you were looking down onto the dig okay. site. Hmm. 
is there a is there a floor to the canvas tent or could we just hypothetically lift up the side and there is a floor you'd have to cut your way in and if they're gonna go search if they're gonna go anywhere to quiet things down they're gonna go in there and how far up is the site office on blocks like what's the distance between the oh ground? it's like mm, two two and a half feet off the ground uh, you and could how you high could is the roof of the side office like on the blocks yeah like i mean the, like if we were on the it's roof 10, 10 feet but then we'd be visible to anybody you'd be was, really visible mm -hmm. can we can we just dive underneath the blocks right for you... now to buy us some time um there's four of you i'm gonna say all but one of you would be able to fit under there it's a pretty small fitting. little sh makeshift office so four of you could quickly like scamper and slide underneath there but one of you is just gonna be left standing out there or you could try to cut your way into the barracks or you might you could try um breaking the fence behind you it is like slatted wood you could try to break a an opening i mean i can kick through that fence Didn't they ever know, but, yeah the three of you go under the sh go under the site office i will go over the fence over oh yeah it's like 10 feet tall with barbed wire basically he's just telekinesis oh <laughs> over yes yeah pablo pablo and gregor will dive into the, the uh the office so we would be for sure okay and so what I about will... what about jonathan Okay. Are you, are you standing there? Really you want to face this? No, nah, I mean, this is reasonable. Okay. All right, do your telekinesis. Let's see. So you're just going to raise yourself up and over? Yep, yep. Okay. Of course, I know that I'm going to potentially be visible. Yep. <laughs> yep. So As long we'll as you know that going in. We'll see how it goes. Two successes. So that requires two successes. Yep. All right. So you what? Just start lifting off the ground and. Yep. Okay. Well, I had rolled, um, a heightened spot hidden, and this is a bit of a special situation. Like I said, all the lights come on. All of a sudden, you start floating up in the air, and you hear a German scream out, "Who is that? What is that?" And um. Majority... I yell back. I yell back in German. I am looking for the prisoners. Keep to your business. Heilila. <laughs> they raise their weapons and they open fire. Of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you pulled off your spell, so you will get up and yeah. over. But you're gonna get you're gonna get a shot at you at least a yeah, shot. Yeah. That's fair. In your direction, as I'm you check. levitate up and over. I'm just gonna check my drain real fast. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So you guys are great for the unexpected. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> all right. Stephen gave me all this threat to hurt someone. So I guess it's time to spend some. Fair. So, uh, with German raises a car ninety eight, aims and opens fire at you. It's two successes. Um, I'm gonna say it's he only needs the one to hit you, mm -hmm. out in the open. We're gonna roll some damage here. Hmm. Let's, let's put this to good use. It's 12 damage, 
and two effects. What the? So all of a sudden he raises his car at you and <laughs> shot rings out and it hits, slams right into your midsection. Does 12 damage hurt you? 12 damage does hurt me. I'm trying to, it's been so long. I mean, it's against my, uh, I've got one armor and a five resilience. And this is vicious. The attacker hazard is especially potent at plus one to total stress inflicted for each effect rolled. I rolled two effects. So it's going to be 14 stress or damage. So 14 total because it is vicious. Thank you, Steven. Steven, I'm going to remember this. Yeah, I'm wondering. <laughs> Steven shows up, subs by some uh, some threat, and now we might want to have our first death. I don't know. I don't know what. No, the... no, 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 no. I mean, it, it hurts. It hurts. It's a lot of damage. It's a lot of damage. So uh, I'm trying to remember right. So you you soak with armor and resilience, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think resilience goes towards you. So no, it doesn't. Just well, no, armor. It's resist. It's resistance, right? Not resilience. Resistance. Resistance. Yeah, resilience is a skill. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, your brawn can contribute to your armor, and then yep. armor yep. can contribute to it. So, well. yeah, I'm hurt. I'm hurting. I'm not dead. I have four. If you, four stress. If you if you suffer five stress, isn't it like if you suffer five or more stress mm -hmm. from a single attack, that's the injury, right? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think oh, yeah, it's I think been a while. Wow. Yep. Oh Did yeah, you... I got an injury. All right, injuries. So. And this we just kind of make up on the fly. So this is a there's no special table or anything here. So it just kind of adds like a temporary truth to your uh, a hindrance. So we'll say you got shot, you got shot in the gut. Um, so you're bleeding right now, and you're gonna have a minus two to agility until you get this patched up. You're bleeding profusely. Like a stuck pig. Okay. Are all agility-based rolls, we'll say. Not to your actual agility. It's been a, it's been a long time. I was <laughs> That's how it works, doesn't it? The injuries? You just... uh, It's whatever suits the situation, from what I remember. Just looking yeah. up injuries quickly. And you yeah, create, like, a temporary truth, right? Is that right, Jeff? Yeah, it's just, as with any truth, it affects apply at the GM's discretion to the skill test attempted by a character. So, you're, I mean, so, like, their example is, like, a twisted ankle may find an agility plus athletics test more difficult. Mm. But it's unlikely, to, you know, so it's, it, but it's unlikely to affect their aim. So it's just sort of, like, it's GM discretion. So mm -hmm. however you want to play it out. Um, yeah. The other, I... the other thing, though, is that for every injury you have, you have increases your complication range by one. Yep. So, right, right, right. Okay, cool. So they're screaming. All of a sudden, oh, you feel this, and you put your hand down your gut. You look, and there's blood all over your hands. You levitate up and over. This is the one shot that gets off. But they're screaming, and you know they're headed around that fence in your direction. Oh yeah, yeah. To the others, do you want to do something? So they're distracted by by Leopold. You hear the shot hit like meat. Maybe you go, oh, yeah. you hear him scream out. What do you what do you do? 
What do you do? Try and catch a couple from the side. They need a different target than my buddy Leo. He doesn't need more of that. We've got eight Germans. I did not expect you guys to fight the camp. Oh my god. Yes. That is is one possibility, but they have to go out the gate and around to get him, which should give Leo time to get away, or at least hide, and it would also deplete some of the people inside the fort as they're going after him, so Strangely enough, he's actually providing a distraction for us if we wanted to play. Well then, uh, well then, let's make this count. And um, uh, yeah, so everybody's kind of going out, Matt. All of um, so there's eight total. I'm gonna say I'm gonna roll here, and I'll tell you how many are going. They're not all gonna leave the camp. They're not gonna leave it unguarded. No, that there's a dude flying over a fence. You might four, take a look. four of the eight run out the front gate and around the corner in the direction of where Leopold floated away. Are all four in close proximity to one another? Yes. <laughs> so I will look at Sergeant Morris so, and be like, either we use his movement as distraction or we hit the goal button. They're going to funnel out of the gate basically at the same time, and that's going to put them all in close proximity as they're running through the gates together. The one, the ones, the ones that stay behind, like you. Oh, the ones that stay behind. No, the ones that stay behind are not. They're kind of scattered around the camp. So the ones that stay behind, you see one run into the into the prisoner barracks. You see one uh, stand kind of anxiously at the shed door, kind of scanning the whole the whole um, camp. And the other two are kind of like walking around and 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 just kind of like taking note and stock everything. There, I'm gonna say one of them is gonna go over to the fence in between the prisoner barracks and the site office where where Leopold levitated over, and the other one is standing at the gate. So we got one at the the gate, one heading mm-hmm. towards the two buildings or the 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 little bit between the two buildings you're at. One at the shed, and one has entered the prisoner barracks. Okay, uh, so. Pavel will make various quiet hand signals because we are underneath the site office. You are underneath the site office. Yeah. Yes. Boots. And so he'll do some sort of, it'll make no sense, but it'll be like, I'll point at Sergeant Morris and I'll, I'll go, Bleh. and I'll point at the bullet, at the, the boots of the guy. Interpret that as you. I am surprised Jonathan just didn't run out there and start shield bashing everybody. He's baiting you, I, you know, I like I, Well, no, I'm shocked. <laughs> okay, so he does. Yeah, yeah, I listen to Pavel, but then Pavel's up for it. So, yeah, I, I will try and be quiet about it as best as possible. I do have a truth of deadly commando, so maybe it's not unusual for me to come crawling out behind the guy. Okay. With the gunshot, also, you can hear a disruption within the prisoner barracks. You can hear voices in there. You can mm. hear screams. There was also the gunshot, though, of them cutting down the prisoner, which also at that time would have set off, like, gasps and screams and things in there as well. But now there's mm. multiple gunshots. So just keep that in mind as well. But you are also surrounded by boarded-up buildings. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to what, what do, you wanna do, Jonathan? Should we go into initiative and, like, you know, as we know, the players get to go first? Yeah, sure. I'll whichever one that Pavel pointed out, I'm gonna try and come up behind him, get the drop as best as possible, and smack him. Smack him. 
Yes. Okay. Well, we don't have a battle map for this or anything, because I did not expect you guys to, you know, fight the whole camp. But, hey, luckily half the camp's gone, because you lit the hospital on fire earlier tonight. <laughs> Yay. All part of the plan, man. So you're All only, part yeah, of the plan. You're only facing half the camp. Okay. That is legit uh, planned before going into this. You guys are lucky right. that you set that hospital on fire. So I'll sneak up on the guy and try to attack him. There we go. Oh, that's really loud. Hold on. Oh my god. That is a. Uh, that's a good. Oh roll. my god! You need that's one success. So I'll give wow! Us, I'll give us three momentum. Okay. So what did you do? Did you grab his foot and pull him under, or what did you do? Did you leap out? How did? What did you? How did you attack him? I think. I think. I like. I kind of got the shield raised up in this hand i pull him under and then i just shove it into the back of his head or wherever i can reach maybe it's more like in the small of the ribs because i'm just starting to pull him in i'm bashing him in the side as hard as i can and pulling him in further some okay. good person okay that is a success and then some all right i'll spend i'm gonna spend two on on damage so i really want to take this guy out quick as quick as possible see if we can get away with more so that's six damage and then what does my resistance need to be to three three resilience yeah. resilience thank you my resilience does not be to three so he is stunned and six damage mm -hmm. okay how do you how do you knock this guy and or kill him this soldier it's, not mean, it's basically soldier. just that like first i you know punch him in the side pull him in again beat him in the back of the ribs pull him in again bash him in the face and then just leave him face down in the dirt all right so that was the one between the site office and barracks uh, ruby's just gonna gleefully uh pull pull down the the armband and put it on you're gonna put on the knocked wolf armband yep okay all right with that it is gonna be my turn and I'm going to say the one standing in front of the shed sees you when you pop out, and he's going to raise his MP40 and fire it in your direction. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan. All right. Oh! Whoa! All right. You guys are going to gain two momentum as the shot goes wide. <laughs> he goes to fire. His clip kind of like... Well, you guys are at your maximum momentum. His clip jams, and uh, he, he panics, and he starts to, like, uh, uh, like pop the clip out and try to change it over. So he sees you standing there between the two buildings, and he's calling out, Oh, they're over there! They're over there! There's more! There's more! Back to you guys. I think, if it's okay, Leo, you know, Leo knows that he's kind of screwed at this point, and he's hurting. So he's going to drop down like he's incapacitated hoping they're just going to pull him into the camp to try to interrogate him yeah while he's laying there he prepares and casts inner nirvana on himself and spends uh two momentum yeah as i can say you guys are at your max momentum right now now it won't affect anybody but leo because nobody else is in close range with him but if it does affect him he'll recover five stress every round Remember, you do have a free reroll from Sundance when you need right. it as a group. Yeah, one for <laughs> three successes. So. Why, why do we even say that? You guys always get crits. 
So I will, uh, I'll spend those two momentum. Um, actually, I'll spend all three of those momentum since we're already at maximum. Uh, two to uh, up my armor effect to five, and the other one to extend my duration of it to 10 rounds instead of five. Okay. Okay. And then I just are waiting for them to come and take me into the camp. Would you all like to spend momentum to keep the ball in your court, or do you want it to go back to me? How many do we have? You, you six. Max. You're at max. Let's spend it. I'll spend it. Uh, how many do I see, Matt? You see the one at the barracks, and because like they haven't gone yet, like you know there's one inside the prisoner barracks, but they're still in there. It hasn't been their turn yet. So you see the one at the 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 soldier barracks, and you see the one at the at the at the guard post. Okay. Um. So. I'm gonna cast a spell, um, and so no, I'm how... sorry. You see the one in the shed as well. You see the one in the shed. That's the one that had the jam gun. So you see three. So three. And are they? Would you, what range would you would you put them at for me? Each medium. One of them? I know they're they're all medium. Okay. Um, I'm gonna cast a spell, uh, and in the middle of the so once it, I'll tap into my weird thing as per usual, uh, and then kind of like right in the middle of the. Of the entire camp, uh, I am going to manifest a horn. I'm going to cast a spell. Um, I'm going to cast one. So, I'm trying to think of how many, how much momentum I want to spend here. I'll do three on the roll. So, okay. So I'm casting horn of nip. Nip. Um, I. I, I, I love how all of our sessions just uh, descend into okay. chaos. Oh, my God. <laughs> I kind of no. love it. I kind of love it. All right. I'm just going to continue to spend as I max us out on momentum again. Uh, what? <laughs> I just looked at your roll. Seven. A horn manifests in the middle, and you just hear this low dirge of And from the soil and earth, uh, you can see erupting in various locations. It doesn't have to all be in one. Around each one of these visible people, they are just suddenly consumed by what looks like the uh, like the earth itself. I will burn one, two, three more. Okay, so I'm down <laughs> to three. And let me roll. This is going to be three. Hang on, I'm rolling my power die, which is going to be a total of nine on this. Okay. So, um, hmm. No, it doesn't. This doesn't do damage. This is basically like a. a this was the entangle or whatever, isn't it? Yeah. So it means yeah. I can't do anything. But they have like agility. By the way, they have like athletics, right? Uh, um, yes, whatever. they have an athletics of two. I'm going to re-roll that with our... Right, because it's the number of effects. Yeah. You want more effects than right. anything else. Is that correct? Yeah. The effects The effects is the important one there. So, uh, let me just... I will... Oh. So I just... Do I re-roll the whole thing, or do I just select? You can select certain ones, can't you? Like, if you click on certain yeah. die, yeah. you oh, can... Yeah, 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 there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, okay, three effects. Is that any better? 
They have three effect. They have th they have, they have two. At no, athletics two. All of them okay. have athletics two across all the board. All of them, all all of them now are completely in covered with like these roots that have come up out of the ground. Uh, they are uh, effectively they cannot take any physical actions other than trying to break free, and it requires an athlete an athletic agility agility athletics test or a brawn athletics test. To, to pass, they, they'll they need three successes, but essentially they can't do anything other than try to break through. They can yell or whatever, but they can't do physical actions. So they're okay. now stuck in place. For so as these vines come out of the ground, uh, <laughs> the soil all around them, they start screaming. They're, oh, help, help, what is going on? We're trapped, we're trapped. They start screaming to the others, come back, come back, come back, come back. We need assistance, there's more, they're in the gates. They didn't hear you, sorry. They are gone, they left. Uh, but they are teed up for you. Oh, God, my face hurts. And as right. as the, the roots are beginning to retract into my skin, as I All wake right. up and say that. So I'm going to say three of the four are going to run back, but they'll do that on their turn. So for one German soldier, I'm going to have him continue on to Leopold. You said you're just kind of lying there playing yep. possum. He's going to walk up and kind of investigate, look look you over. He's got his MP40 pointed at you, and he's just going to, like, crack you on the head with the butt of it and do exactly what you expected and drag you back. Um. <laughs> do I have his private? I'm just going to roll to crack you on the head. Yeah, he hits you. How much damage does he do? gonna spend some more threat actually no i just just want to knock you out really i'm hoping just for honestly i'm hoping for effects i was just gonna give it like a stun effect okay six, well, six damage and one effect six damage doesn't do anything to you does it nope not anymore so it hits true. you do you just want to kind of play it up and like not oh yeah 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 okay I, so I, he pretend like i'm not now. gotcha he hits you and he's and then he kind of like he puts his arms underneath your arms and starts dragging you back to the camp He's convinced that he knocked you out. You're not moving. He sees you're bleeding profusely. He's bringing you back. One uh, quick question. Since Inner Nirvana is a healing effect, when I heal back to maximum stress, will the bleeding condition go away since it's magical healing? I read through injuries. It doesn't really say how you get rid of them. Hmm. I think you need proper healing. Stabilize the dying, healing injuries. We need a coordination, coordination medicine. Oh. No. Yes. Does it say anything about healing wounds or injuries in the spell? Uh, yeah, it's a healing effect. Um, the psychic draws the strength of their companion, amplifies their collective spirit to mitigate incoming damage and provide a gentle healing effect. Bolus and ordinance directed them cease, you know, Seem to slow and falter, and any wounds suffered are healed by vita by the vitality. So that's she said. Any wounds healed, but I'm quite happy to leave the injury in, in play. It doesn't. It doesn't. Agility and uh, is not his strong suit anyway. So okay. Well, reduce it to a minus one, and we'll say you'll need um, medical treatment to completely. I like it. Healed up. Sense. Like, say it's kind of like closed the wound up, so maybe you're no longer bleeding out. Uh, but you're still like, you're tender, you're sore, and it'll take some medical attention yeah. to completely get rid of it. We'll do that. We'll oh, do it that way. And I, I'm still well below my maximum stress anyway. <laughs> yeah. A few more. Okay. 
Um, that was my turn. So Ruby, you're left on player side, right? Yep. So, um, did we see? And I apologize. Um, did any of the uh, German soldiers go back into the tent? Not yet. So all the German soldiers that are within the dig site are currently entangled, and the ones on and they're calling for help. And you, well, I'll say you can hear the soldiers on the other side of the gate. They're talking because they're like right on the other side of the the fence from you uh, about going back. They haven't had your their turn yet, so they technically haven't run back yet. But you can hear them talking like, "We need to get back. We need to get back." There's more. Uh, okay, so I'm going to, uh, figuring that we're going to need some assistance, I'm going to try and get into the tent. I would assume it'd be Into fast. the prisoner tent? Yep. Okay, you just want to run, you can run through the door. Like, yeah, all the guys in here are entangled. Yep, I'm going to, I'm going to run into the, the door, uh, and just, uh, uh, English, English, anybody speak English? Yeah, you run in there. As soon as you run in... The smell, the stench hits your nose. And you kind of scan the room and you see like sickly, malnourished workers. um, Most likely prisoners that are in here. On one of the bunks you can see um, a body that's been in there for quite some time. And is probably the source of the smell. uh, 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 And I'm just going to like gag a little bit. Um... Uh, is, is anybody able body well anybody can fight can anybody fight uh, a woman approaches you she's like average height brown hair brown eyes and she speaks English she's got a thick Italian accent she goes I, I, I speak English I speak English and you notice on her on her blue um, shirt that she's wearing or her, her top um, there's an oak leaf stitched on there and you don't see that stitched on any of the others mm. stitched on the arm I, I, th- I mean, thank goodness I'm going to kind of take her to the side and be like, I, I know that symbol. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're here to help. Who, who are you? Uh, she seems really kind of disoriented and out of it. And, uh, she goes, my, my name is Sibella. Sibella. Huh? Oh, gosh. We have been looking for you. Oh, my gosh. Wait till the guys hear, hear this. Who uh, are you? Why, why? That's, that's what now, just just know that that we're we're here to help. Is there uh, is there anybody else in here that's able to fight? No, everybody's sickly. Uh, uh, Nikki, he was he was killed a few days ago and and taken away, but he he would have been the only other one able to help. Oh gosh, and very very well. Um, so like the the um the dude that's in here that is like in in snow, Can I take his gun? Sure. Okay, so I'll, t- I'll take his gun and hand it over to Sibella. Alright. And, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be on the, on the lookout. Alright. That would be hilarious. A Jack Gregor <laughs> team up. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. Enemies beware. Exactly. <laughs> Um, could he have a little Mountie uniform and hat also, Gregor? <laughs> oh, please. I mean, that's just expected. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You ride like a full adult moose and he gets to ride a little baby moose. <laughs> oh, when worlds collide. Uh, <laughs> all right. I've got three Germans that now get to enter the area. So 
three Germans are going to be one after another, but I'm, they're the only ones you get to act. They mm-hmm. burst mm-hmm. back through the gates. And what do we got for targets? Jonathan's standing there. Uh, Pavel, did you cast your spell from under the site office? Uh, yeah, actually. So I, you're I still under did. there. You never declared yeah, that you there. left. You're just lying underneath yeah. there. Ruby, you're inside the tent or inside the prisoner barracks. So I guess that's three shots at Jonathan. <laughs> sorry, man. I'm sorry, Jonathan. No. I think I, you could take it there, would be though. I it's think okay. that's I think my you job. could take it also. All right, they're all rocking their MP40s because they're in close range with you. Spin a threat. Try. All right, that's a hit. Five damage. Does that that probably does nothing to you? Oh, that's rude. What about the something here? <laughs> the three stun. What's your resilience? Uh, let me double check. I know it's at least four. Oh well, then you're fine. <laughs> if it's at least four, you are yeah, not stunned. Four. All right, the next one is gonna fire at you, and completely missed goes wide as he runs around the corner sees like his fellow soldiers like entangled by these vines he kind of looks around in horror just fires blindly in the area not really taking aim and then the last one ooh mm-hmm. ooh nice hits you critically nice shot i'm going to actually i'm going to spend those right away on potential damage yeah. i know i can't hurt you sure you could yeah. get a good roll Six damage and three stun. Same as the basically same oh, as the last so one. Close, fires no. at raises MP40, fires at you, and you just hold your shield up, and then the bolts just bounce off in every direction. It's so good. You started low and you strafed up for Cinemass. I'm proud of you. That was a good <laughs> shot. Really good. I know you don't understand me, but I want to give you a thumbs up. You tried real hard. I'm gonna kill you first. <laughs> All right. <laughs> top of a new round it is over to you we have three that are tangled and four well three germans that have entered back into this area and there's one who's dragging leopold back so you have three german soldiers basically all standing at the gate slash guard post um in disbelief and with their weapons raised could i go do you mind this oh, is please, when they're grouped it's just the perfect time for my <laughs> damn it why do i keep grouping them together <laughs> yeah. uh so I'm gonna just go ahead. Uh, so I, so I couldn't I couldn't even have moved last turn because because I'm casting spells like you have to do that minor action of prep. So I had to cast it from there. So I'm doing it again. I'm underneath and prepping, etc. Yep. I'm going to. I'm going to do a critical. I'm going to spend a fortune to make sure this goes off because uh, I think this is important. So I'm gonna spend a fortune to get a crit automatically. So uh, okay. So I said one d twenty to a one instead of rolling it. So it's automatically going to succeed uh, the cast. So I just would have to do, and then, cause I want to spend the momentum for something else on it. Um, so I'm casting my cyclone again. And so I'm just, again, I'm underneath. <laughs> no one can see me. I'm tapping into my, I am getting as weird as possible. I'm like blending into the dirt now at this point as roots and strange like tentacle things starting to pop out. I'm breaking apart into this sort of dry root. And uh, I just do one of those and manifesting out from underneath, slowly growing and growing this massive cyclone uh, just erupts on them right at the entrance to the to the fort here. 
Um, let me roll, because I, I do have to roll the one die. So let me just go ahead and do that. Uh, so it would be three successes, so I would get a momentum for that. Um, then I'm going to spend... No, I want to leave some for, for the other two. So I'll do... Two. I'll as spend two. You want. Make it fun. Okay. All right. I'm going to spend it all then. That's <laughs> okay. four plus four. Plus. Okay, so I'm rolling ten... Ten die. Yes. I'm missing um, this. I'm in the tent. Sorry, I was forgetting. I started seconds turn. Okay, so I don't. Yeah, so it basically going to be ten die here. So the one thing I don't. The one thing that always kind of confuses me with the cyclone is because the cyclone gets its own turn, mm. and that's when it flicks its physical stress, etc. But it also says, like, the momentum spends to increase my damage is per momentum on their initial and subsequent turns. Yeah, so I have, I guess I have to spend it now. So basically, I'll be rolling 10 die, I think. Uh, Roll well. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's cost for me. On its turn, I'll roll ten. I'll, I'll roll this. So this, that's cost for me. So I am going to actually take one stress from that as that exceeds. So a trickle of blood runs down your no out of your nose. Yeah. Okay. So it's the side of your down, eye. There's a giant. There's a giant cyclone right on top of them, uh, and then when it's its turn, I'm going to hurt them. So the wind starts to gust around them. All kind of they look around. What is going? On? It's like centralized to them, and they're looking in shock and horror as this happens. Do you want to... I guess you don't have any momentum to make it go next, do you? Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. That would have been a good idea. But it's okay. They already went, so they're going to... No, no, it's top it. of the turn order. They get to go now. Oh, that's right. Um, that's a good point. I'll give you a threat. Uh, <laughs> All right. So then it'll go. Done. <laughs> yes. All right. So just, yeah. All right, so let me let me re. I basically get the. I have to roll all that again. <laughs> I will give you a threat. Yeah, because it's top of the turner, so one of them would get to go. All right, so it's so basically they take I think eight points of damage. Man, I got a piercing one. Piercing one. We're ignoring Tax resistance. No, so it's piercing one and stun. So uh, mm -hmm, don't, mm -hmm. don't pay attention to what's on that. That's just I'm okay. just rolling it. That's just my cost roll. But oh, okay, done too. It's it's uh, so I inflict power plus one physical stress, uh, but I spent momentum, the piercing one and stun effects on all creatures and damageable objects within close range of it. So I probably wrecked the front gate too. Yeah, the gate starts to twist and bend in, and all anything that's lying around the dirt starts being kicked up everywhere. So yeah, it looks like eight damage and four stun. With okay. One. So how do you how do they die? Do they just get thrashed around into the barbed wire? What does this look like? Uh, yeah, I think they open. They they start running to the gate, and then the the cyclone just just pulls them up, and just throws them around, and just spewing out from the cyclone are just various parts of them that just flop down like here and there throughout the throughout the gate. Very good. Um, I don't, I don't know if we need to continue playing this out. We have the one that's bringing Leopold back. He's dragging back. The other three are ensnared. You could just walk over there and just like 
double tap them all. So yeah, we don't really need to play <laughs> play this out any further. So what do you want to do? What do you want to do? So you've got the the four dead ones or that you just or the three dead ones that you just sucked up in the cyclone. You've got the ones that are entangled, and there's one that's coming around the corner, dragging Leopold. He doesn't even have his his gun drawn. So Leopold then would, uh, since he's just playing possum, uh, would telekinetically grasp this guy and immobilize him. Very good. Because we're going to have to question him. (laughs) That's twice you've done that tonight. Still got the two successes, though. So, (laughs) I succeeded. So, do you want the complication or do you want just the threat? Let's just give you the threat at this point. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. This went way differently than I... (laughs) I thought we were going we're gonna to go in the day. We're going to do some reconnaissance. We're going to check things out. We might come back at night. No, we're going in there right after the burning the hospital to the ground. We're going to shoot this place up, kill all of them. It's your style. It's the way you guys do things. I get it. So Keep Leo on the heels. Leo comes around the corner, bleeding, holding his side with this German soldier floating next to him. I have one that we can question if no one else is left alive. But I do not feel the best yet. Respectfully, you look like crap. <laughs> on the first bound one. <laughs> <laughs> on the second bound one. <laughs> <laughs> on the third bound one. Leo, Leo, come into the tent. I'll see what I can do with you. So, a coordination plus medicine with the difficulty of two, Ruby. For healing injuries. I don't think we've ever had to do this before. Nobody's ever been injured. Is that accurate? No. Somebody's been injured once. Uh, Success means that a single injury of the chosen type is treated plus one additional injury per two momentum spent. Once treated, the injury is changed, renamed to reflect the treatment provided. For example, broken leg to broken leg in splint. So, She succeeded. You succeeded. You got your two successes. All right. So it's now gunshot wound to the gut. Um, closed. Stitched up. Stitched up. Closed. Stitched up. Yep. Dressed, we'll say. Okay. So, yeah. You've knocked them all out. You've subdued all the Germans. You know, though, that there's probably more. You did pass a truck full of Germans on the way to the hospital. You don't know what your time is. <laughs> your timing. How much time you're going to have here. Alright, I'll let you fellas and ladies with the big brains do what you do. I'm going to go get some of that dirt. I'm smart enough to get dirt. Leo will turn to the German soldier that is still telekinetically grabbed. And he will say... You are the only one left alive of your forces. If you tell us what we want to know, you will continue to stay alive. If not, well, you saw what happened to the rest of your friends. What do uh, you think? Yeah, what you guys did here was pretty intimidating. I'm not going to make you roll. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just like what he witnessed and what happened here, I think it's fair that he's Dude pretty freaked out. He's got like, trapped. yeah, zero morale also. Uh, so he just, he just, he, he asks, like, what, what do you want to know? Where are you getting the serpent bodies from? 
What is the special characteristics of the soil? Where is your command and control elements? Uh, we'll start with these three questions. He says, there is nothing special with the dirt. We're, the workers dig it up from under the shed, down in the catacombs below. The serpents, they live down there. Those creatures, those... Those, those, those monstrosities, they attack the workers down under in the catacombs. Oh, you said this. And if, where is your command and control element at this point? They are not here. They leave in the evening. What radio frequencies do you use? And what is the current call sign and the pass information for today and for tomorrow? We'll say he provides those details to you. <laughs> how many shifts do you operate in the mine? And how many prisoners are down there at a time with how many guards? Uh, all the prisoners are stationed down there. They work all day up until the evening. And then they go, and then we send them back to the tents. And all they do is dig. And we watch them from the entrance all the way down. What is the purpose of the dig? What are you looking for? Those archaeologists, they're searching for something, oh, what do they call it? Clepius? I don't know what this is. What is the name of the archaeologists who are searching at the dig? There are two. There's an Italian by the name of uh, Sabino Aloia and uh, a German, a Nachtwolf. Emil Kuster. And where are these two archaeologists at this time? Mm, I do not know. They stay off site. They, they took off. A, another man arrived earlier today who was interested in what was going on. A, um, a, a what was a Fuchs? Fuchs. And where is Mr. Fuchs now? He is with them, along with that that the strange one in the in the purple robes that is always around the archaeologists. Where are they quartered? These four individuals. I don't know. They stay off site. I'm not aware. How are they transported? Here. Who do they have drivers, or do they come themselves? They come themselves every morning. What time do they arrive in the morning? Oh, they arrive approximately seven seven thirty. And by what route do they arrive? He lets you know. They come off the south bridge and straight in. Interesting. Have they been in the catacombs themselves? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have been, and they don't spend much time because of the serpents. Do you have a radio room here at the dig site? No. No, there's no radio room. How long do you anticipate before your other guards will return from the hospital? Understand this. If you are lying to me, you will be the first one to perish. <laughs> he said, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They were called away. There's something about a fire. How many troops, in addition to those who have already been destroyed by our efforts, are there stationed here at this site? Uh, when another... they return? He says another eight, ten, somewhere around there. What is in the site office? 
that's where the archaeologists have all the information. They keep everything there. Everything they've uh, they covered, any details. That's, that's why it's locked. This is a very important question for you. If we go into the site office, is there any type of booby trap that is going to go off when we open the door? Because understand this, <laughs> you will be the first one through the door. Uh, not, the, not that I'm aware of. I've never set foot in the, in the office. Well, you're not allowed in there. But again, who is your commanding officer? Well, we report uh, directly to uh, Kuster, Emil Kuster, the, uh, the knocked wolf archaeologist. Ruby, I'll go to Leo. Ask, ask him about the buildings. What about the abandoned buildings? Is there any particular reason why the buildings are abandoned and have not been destroyed yet? Uh, uh, people people can't know what's going on. We are not building a road. Isn't it obvious? He gets kind of agitated. You have watch your tone. <laughs> or my friend here will bury you in the ground using the woods like he did with your other friends. Pavel, uh, Sergeant Morris, is, are there any other information that you would like to uh, know from our very uh, uh, our good friend here? <laughs> oh. Pavel's slowly crawling out from underneath the site office, by the way, covered in bruises. <laughs> the, the people that had, like, the weird lizard stuff that we saw, like, did they start that way, or did that happen like after they fought with the lizard things down below? No, like, no, no. Infectious. No, they live down there. Season. We encountered them. We uncovered them. I don't know if we unearthed them while in our dig. And how many of these serpent people have you encountered? How frequent are the encounters with them? It depends. They, they, they come out of nowhere and they attack us, and there's no stopping them. They just keep attacking, attacking till you're dead. The only thing you can do is flee, or, or, or cut them down with your with a gun. What is their method of attack? And they bite you. They slash at you with their one arm. So they've seen have them one arm from the poison. beginning. You did not you did not remove the right arm of the No, no. The abominations are born that way. And you say they have poison as well? Yes, yes, I've seen I've seen men succumb to their poison. Do, the po do they inject the poison with fangs, or do they spit the poison? I've only seen them bite someone and the poison take effect. I'm not, I'm not aware if they spit it. Very interesting. You've been very... And what is your name, soldier? <laughs> Hans. Hans. It has been a pleasure to, tell, to discuss things with you, Hans. I am going to enter your mind now, so that I can understand where your family lives... <laughs> How many children you have, and who I might have to kill later if you ever return to this dig site. So I would ask you now, when we decide to let you go, to strip off your uniform and go running out into the city in your underwear and never return, else I will come after you and your family. Is this understood, Hans? <laughs> he just kind of scans the camp. He sees the men that were thrashed and cut to pieces in the cyclone up against the barbed wire. They're kind of twisted and meshed into the... <laughs> <laughs> the, the the gate and they see he sees like the the remnants of the vines on the ground there and yes 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 that is clear that's clear i too am german Hans, so i would not like to see your family's line eliminated completely so i will give you the opportunity to return <laughs> to a most peaceful lifestyle if that is all right my friends i mean 
If he has to go running off in his underwear, that's fair. Okay. All right, then, Hans. Strip out of your uniform so we may have it and then run off into the night. If I ever see you again or find that you have betrayed me, I will hunt your people down and kill them all. <laughs> kind of looks at you like, here? Now? Yeah, down. Can I go, down. Can I go into the barracks? And... No, no, strip out of your uniform, into your underwear, and go run off into the night. Slowly starts unbuttoning his uniform coat and everything. <laughs> He's hesitant, well, but yeah. You must go much well, faster or Sergeant Morris <laughs> is going to kill you with his shield. You did see what he saw, did to your friends, did you not? Uh, he looks over at Morris. <laughs> You've got the shield on your forearm. He starts unbuttoning his coat faster. At this moment, I'll take uh, this opportunity to introduce Sabella to the rest of the group. You never know who I found. Look, look. Oh, oh it is look, a pleasure to leaf. meet you. Yes, one second. My marmot needs to pick this lock. Uh, we'll be with you one second. <laughs> I forgot that you picked. I thought Ruby also <laughs> picks locks. Yeah, she does. With her magic. Uh, with her magic. Uh... My God. Oh, goodness. Um, you could shoot the lock. You could pick the lock. You could bash the lock off with your shield. It's up to you. If you shoot it or just bash off the shield, I'm not going to make you roll. If you want to try and pick it, you're going to have to roll. I mean, I'm happy to bash it, but, you know, I don't want to deny Gregor. He does even... need to practice, you know? He's got to I'll, I'll even give him a little step up if he needs... Oh, yes, that would be it. Yes, okay. Up, up. There you go. Go get it, Gregor. I don't know what on earth to roll. It's coordination engineering. Oh, God. I, Acor I mean, according to this module, according, according to the adventure, that's what you need to pick a lock. Yeah, all we did, we I, I just remember we introduced the truth at some point. Yeah. Uh, so it's, so a one, it's a one difficulty with your truth. Okay. It'd be much harder oh. without that. Same for you, Ruby. It's a one difficulty with your magic hairpin. Same roll. It's a lucky hairpin. Thank you very sorry, much. Sorry, sorry. I said, man. Oh yes. my god! No, no, it's good. It's fine. It's... <laughs> I'll just Here take the thread go. at this point instead of giving yeah, taking another fine. complication. All right. So yeah, he picks it and it clicks open and falls to the ground. Yeah, you want to head on into the site office? Yes, please. Look so, around, look for interesting mm -hmm. nuggets of truths and, and archaeological finds. It's a very small, small office. Inside, uh, there are two desks with accompanying chairs. There's a small table with a gas ring and kettle on it. There's various drawings and plans that are pinned all over the walls, uh, like showing like the streets of Rome and kind of like it looks like maybe uh, uh, underground as well. Uh, both desks are neat and orderly. Um, one of them, though, in particular, has some personal effects on it. You see a picture of a of a man smiling in a photograph with a woman and three children of various ages beside him. Um, the other one has no personal artifacts on it whatsoever. You dig through and you find uh, the, the, the two desks. You find various records in both Italian and German. Um, but, like, nothing... Nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing that stands out. You do, however, find a locked drawer in one of the desks. The one that is predominantly uh, with German writing in it. Um, 
So there's another another lock. We can roll four or bash or shoot. Uh, it's up to you guys. Ruby, would you mind? It seems Gregor, he stubbed his <laughs> finger on the last one. I don't want him to harm. Could you possibly open this one? I'll, uh, I'll do my best. You said engineering coordination? Engineer coordination, difficulty one. Boom! Give yourself nice. the extra momentum. So you go over there with your magic... No, what is it? Lucky <laughs> hairpin and... <laughs> You do it. You and Gregor high-five each other afterwards because you're lock-picking wizards. And uh, inside, there's just a single item, but it is a small notebook. Well, one oh. not dissimilar to that of uh, Botho Ehrlichman's in size and kind of flipping through its contents. Hot dog. I'll just pass this over and I'll, I'll head over to the other desks. I'm assuming the, uh, well, the Italian... Writing is also locked? No, it was just the German one had a locked book. So, uh, you also find in there a telegram. It says, uh, Dr. E.F. Kuster. That's who it's addressed to. Request update on progress of the search for the item. Speed is of the essence. L.M. Remember the telegram that Fuchs also received um, was from an L.M. as well. And this is, okay. yeah, uh, yeah. To a Dr. E.F. Kuster, who you're told is a knocked wolf the archaeologist yeah, the on site. Archaeologist in charge. Yeah. What's uh, so we're gonna start flipping through. Yeah, start flipping book. through it. Like I said, this this the contents of it are very similar to Ehrlichman's, mm. but it's much newer. Like it's not a carbon copy okay. of it, but someone who's a, like basically on the same trail, looking for the same okay. thing. Uh, it's new. Most of the pages are blank in it, uh, but there are some notes that you uncover about subterranean exp excavations, a rough map of what has been cleared so far here at the site, as well as sketches of very steep sided pyramid, not, not like an Egyptian style pyramid, uh, per se. Um, and next to this pyramid, the word meta M E T A is written next to it. And some various like notes that don't seem to be tied to it, but the, the pyramid is familiar, um, to the one that you saw in Ehrlichman's journal as well, when you're flipping through it previously. You also written in specifically in German, Mr. Uh, Pavel. There uh, are notes referring to a black stone and a paladion. Okay. And it I looks think like we've got notes on the black stone at some point too. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. And it looks like these notes here actually reference Ehrlichman's research. Like it calls back to things that he did when he was looking into these. Um. But there is something else that that Ehrlichman did not refer to in his book, and you didn't find any traces of, uh, and that is of a artifact they believe to be under the streets of Rome, and it's some sort of shield. <gasps> and I did not make this up. This is in the adventure. How interesting. It's unclear if the artifact is literally a shield or the word shield mm -hmm. is a description uh, of its power is unclear. But it does say, it talks about a shield that they're digging and trying to uncover under the streets of Rome. So the the meta, like, was that like just, was that uh, consistent with some of the other names that we've been seeing? Because I, I could have sworn there were like sites that were being named or something at some point. Is that right? Like there's a naming system. Yeah, 
we'll have to go back and look, but I, I thought I remembered something similar in when you were reading through, through the notes at the end of the last chapter. Uh, there was yeah. a meta. We'll have to go back and take a look okay. at that tie back. There were pyramids in what yeah. you uncovered previously. Yeah. But I will call out and I'll say, I, we appear to have uh, finally discovered what it is they are after. They are after some sort of... Uh, Jonathan, you might be interested in this uh, shield that is beneath Rome. And I believe I have some possible maps to aid us in the, perhaps navigating the tunnels and where they've already excavated, if we decide to descend. So you're saying there's an opportunity to punch like weird lizard scaly people in the face and yes. maybe find a magic shield. How is this it a question? That Yes, that's very fair. I, I want to prepare you that it could be like figurative shield, not literal, but you know. I'm I'm rooting for for literal physical. We must also be prepared for the remaining guards to return to the camp and find their fellows well as as we have left them. So if we go into the catacombs tonight, we will have to be somehow prepared to receive additional troops here. And of course, they may call in for reinforcements once they see that camp destroyed. I mean, it, yeah, but if we leave, they're going to do that too. And then we've got to go through getting back in. But now no, we I, can get in without a problem. That is one question I was wondering, is looking at these maps, if we were to perhaps look at some sort of map of Rome, could we perhaps find another route into these tunnels? Or an exit somewhere else in the city. Mm. Go yes. down. Right. Either way, yes. What yes. kind of role would we need to do? We to would figure do. That out? Well, can we can we ask Urban ask? Stealth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, right? we, can we ask Isabella? Would she? She's Italian, yes. She from Rome, familiar with the city. Would you like to ask uh, Sabella? Absolutely, absolutely. Sabella, like, do you? Using this map, could could you reasonably deduce um, that uh, there's another entrance or exit to these catacombs? Do you know? What is it like down there? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, Nikki, Nikki told me he, he he found another way via via a drain cover um, uh, from the old sewers under 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 Rome. I, I, I can I don't know the exact location, but I can give you approximate of where he told me it was. We, the two of us ex uh, plan to escape that way and get out of here when we could. Well, would would you come down to the catacombs with us now? Well, what do you what do you plan on doing down there? Well, if it's something that these uh, these German gentlemen want, I sh I feel that uh, we should get it first. Plus, uh, see the large gentleman over there. Um, he has this thing for shields. And um, I feel like we need to do our best to find it for him. <laughs> do you want to convince her? Sure. To go back down there with terrible serpent people? You can do a reason persuasion with a difficulty of two. She is not keen on going back down there. I'll tell you that right now. She oh. is free. She goes, no, no. She's got, she, she's got the MP40 in her hand. She goes, no, no. I think my serve. I need to get back in contact with Section D and 
and let them know what's happened and um and, and make them aware of the situation here. You you finish your mission, go down there and and find you be whatever it is you're looking for. Would you be able then to perhaps draw an approximate map where we might find this drain system in the catacombs? Based on what Nikki told you, at least it point us in the right direction while we are down there. I'll say if you present perhaps mark it on this other map, yeah, maybe I'll say you as well. exactly you present that map to her and she kind of like traces it and she's in the office with you and she's looking at the maps on the wall and everything as well and she gives you an approximate idea. She's like, I think like from what Nikki described, it was it was it was in this region. Like I said, it's a drain cover that you need to remove, but it'll put you right in the sewer system. Um, but it was, he did he did try to keep it covered up and hidden so that the Germans didn't uh, didn't find it. And she gives you an approximate uh, area, like a radius within a certain section of the map, where to look for it. Sabella, then if you're going to be going out, then do you think you can assist the other prisoners in escaping now that there are no German guards? Yes, yes, we need to get them out of here. These are these are all political prisoners that have been locked up because they spoke out against the fascists. Well, then, it is up to you to get them free, and we will continue our mission. And should we survive, we will find you so we can coordinate our next actions on behalf of the section. Very good. We Thank you. Thank you again. There is. Oh, Thank you the, for questioning. The doctor in the truck? Ah, yeah. Da. There is a doctor tied up in the, tr in the, in the house. Uh, if you get by there, you may uh, free him. If not, I'm sure he will be found by the by the by the by the troops eventually. She thanks you. She thanks you profusely for what you've done, getting her out of there. She's worried for your safety, knowing that the Germans are coming back. But she flees into the night with the prisoners. My friends, it would be good to do this catacomb now. It would also be good if we are possible to get back here in the morning and spy on the return of these leaders of this cabal, this, uh, what is the name, Sabino Oloya and this uh, Mr. Custa, and of course our old friend Fuchs. Fuchs. There is a man in purple robes. Is that someone new or is this, is, is that a new figure or have we heard about the man in purple robes before? I I do not recall hearing of anyone in purple robes before. Perhaps he is closer to the top of this leadership pyramid. I did my experience. Adults who wear robes outside into the world are either deeply disturbed or likely a part of some sort of terrible cabal or, or cult. So I would venture possibly both. Duh. So then shall we make our way down into the catacombs? Yeah. Of course. Lead the way, Sergeant Boris. This is a this is definitely your forte. <laughs> I'm very excited. And oh, I think wait, I think I should go and uh stealth it out first, make sure that there's nothing in and around the beginning of the catacombs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I think we should leave. I think that's a good place to leave off for tonight. We're going to enter the catacombs yeah. next week. Woo! Woo! All right. That was fun. Totally. Like I said, I expect you guys to go back there during the day. Maybe do some reconnaissance. Uh, check it out. You know, maybe see your old friend Fuchs again. No, no, no. We're going to go in there at night and just fuck shit up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so good. Thank you for keeping me on my toes. Uh, 
let's do a round table. Uh, Jeff, what do you got going on next week? Uh, yeah, tomorrow on twitch.tv slash the lollygaggers, we are starting up some Hunter the Reckoning, new uh, awesome. version 5, 5th edition just popped awesome. out. And uh, yeah, we're going to be doing some, basically just going to be like world building, character creation. I don't think we're going to do any proper start tomorrow night, but it'll be fun. So if you want to see how characters are made, see how Chronicle's built, so it's a good time to come watch. Uh, Saturday, we're back to One Ring 2nd edition, doing some fellowship phase stuff after a very long and involved adventuring phase. Monday, uh, we're doing more Savage Worlds. Uh, you can catch Jeremy and I playing Holler, uh, Appalachian, or Appa, Appalachian Apocalypse. And yeah, that's it. Cool, cool. Uh, Megan, so you had a, a a journey to go through the top 100 board games. Was it before? Was there a certain cutoff or time? And did you achieve it? I, I did cheat. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, I did. Um, there was, uh, I actually added a couple also because, um, our, our housing cooperative where we live, um, had a massive lawn sale about two weeks ago and we found this, um, uh, I mean, it's not role-playing, it's this game, it's called Equinox. It's spectacular. Um, it's, uh, it's, I don't know how to explain it. You like bet on whether or not, um, uh, people are going to kill um characters it's great um i played it played it with my 12 year old it was great um but <laughs> what I, I, <laughs> you need to show this to me next time we get together i, I i'm curious <laughs> megan sheets of board games too says melissa what <laughs> totally <laughs> uh, no one cheats as much as melissa though oh <laughs> not choosing it's skill like just making sure like choosing the opportune times to you know omit or add extra information um it's a it's a gift <laughs> it's a gift awesome yeah i want to check that out uh aaron what do you got going on between now and next week thursday uh, next wednesday at 3 p.m central standard time we'll have session two of uh warhammer fantasy roleplay fourth edition once upon a time in the old world uh where jim will try to kill us uh last week go uh, last week we fought goblins and squibs who knows what's going to happen next week tune in to find out uh thursday also at 3 p.m central standard time will be possibly the finale of our cyberpunk red um adventure on garbly games and then back here next thursday night to maybe punch some serpent people yeah into the catacombs uh and jeremy tell me about this patreon sure aaron reese on patreon you get comics you get maps you get rpg assets it's pretty cool very cool all right and that's it for me i don't we don't have deadlines this coming monday so i'll be back next thursday with more actoon Cthulhu as we descend into the catacombs below Rome to punch serpent people and possibly find a shield which is when i read it jeremy i was just like oh wow this is too (laughs) this is too perfect this is way too perfect awesome uh have a great week everybody thank you for joining us and tuning in and uh, we'll see you next week thursday bye